We didn't have time to think about the monsters branded with the number 36, because a sound came from behind us, from the place where the barricade had previously been. We proceeded carefully, past more dead bodies, and then something small ran past us in the dark. Alyssa gestured for me to follow her, so I did. There was nothing around the corner, but we still proceeded carefully. Whoever just ran past us was close by. Another barely audible sound, coming from right behind a wheelchair in front of us. Alyssa slowly approached it, and then kicked the wheelchair aside. A small boy came into visibility. He screamed and ran past us before we could grab him. Hey, wait, we want to help you. I shouted after him, but he didn't listen. He disappeared into one of the rooms, and Alyssa and I wasted no time running after him. Little boy, where are you? Alyssa frantically looked around the room. A minute after searching, we found him under a patient's bed. I showed my flashlight and saw his terrified face. He was no older than six, and he looked like he had seen more than enough for the next 20 years. It's okay. We won't hurt you. I knelt down slowly, holding my hand in front of myself. He was panting and his eyes were wide. Hey, what's your name? He still didn't answer. My name's Alyssa. Alyssa introduced herself behind me. Where are your parents? The kid's eyes winded even more, and he started backing away. It took me a moment to realize it was not us who scared him. A faint grunting sound came from behind us, and as soon as I turned around, I saw another one of those blobby amalgamations, like the one in the alley, tackling Alyssa to the ground. She held it back with her foot trying to wiggle out of its reach. I gripped my hatchet firmly and thought for a second about what I should do. Just like the one before, the creature looked very volatile, and I didn't know how dangerous getting close could be. But when I saw how dangerously close it was to reaching Alyssa's face with its deformed fingers, I brought down the hatchet on its back with full force. There was a loud popping sound and I fell back as something warm and slimy hit my face with unimaginable force. I swiped my hand across the goo on my face and spat it out of my mouth. Hey, you okay? Alyssa helped me up. Disgusting. I spat out the rest of the slime from my mouth and cleaned myself off. The monster lay dead sideways on the floor, its back ripped open. Just find the damn kid. I pushed Alyssa away, still disgusted. I heard her trying to talk to the boy, and little by little, he finally came to trust us and let us approach him. What's your name? Dewey, he shyly said, looking at his feet. Are your parents close by, Dewey? Alyssa asked him. The kid's face turned red and his eyes glossy. Alyssa hugged him while he cried. A few minutes later, when he calmed down, she pulled back and asked him. Dewey, how did you get here? Where are the others? My mom and dad and I came here, but there was a fight. The monsters killed them? Alyssa asked. Dewey shook his head. There was a man in black clothes. He, he and some other people said 36 is good and other people said 36 is bad and, and they got into a fight. So the man in black and his men killed everyone? Including your parents? Alyssa frowned. Dewey nodded. Do you know this man's name? Uh, Martin. Did they say where they would go? I asked. Dad said they couldn't leave the city because the soldiers were bad, so they planned to go out to the old mine where 36 was. But when Dad said they had to get rid of 36, Martin got angry, and that's when he attacked everyone. The old mine? Why would they go there? Hey, maybe your father was onto something after all, I smiled. What else do you remember, Dewey? Dewey thought for a moment. 
Uh, Martin told me I could be saved if I went with him, but I didn't want to go. A bad man who was there wanted to hurt me, but Martin said no. So they went there. There really might be something there, I said. Dewey, how many men were with Martin? Dewey counted on his fingers for a moment before responding with a simple six. If we take them by surprise, we can take all of them, I said. Alyssa looked uncertain, so I said, Look, chances are all exits out of town are heavily guarded by military, but if we can get to the bottom of this whole thing, we may be able to undo some of the damage and maybe even survive. She nodded and looked at the kid. Dewey, you'll have to come with us. We'll keep you safe. By the time we got out, the rain was a mere drizzle again. Since the mine was on the other side of the town, we took the closest functioning car we could find. To hell with the noise and monsters. I let Alyssa drive. Although we saw monsters on the road, most of them didn't seem to care about us. They glanced at us and then continued roaming mindlessly, as if they knew they couldn't catch the car. You okay, Alyssa? I asked when she got really quiet. Dewey was sleeping in the back by this point. Yeah, just thinking about my dad. You know he used to take me to this park right here every weekend when I was a kid. Oh, Harry didn't seem like the gentle type. He wasn't. We'd do military drills there while everyone else played. You wanted to be a soldier ever since you were a kid? Yeah, and I enjoyed every second of it. You know, one time, when he wasn't looking during training, I sat on the swing, just for fun, to take a break. Not a minute later, I fell off and hurt myself. He saw me, and when he approached me, he said, Baby girl, while you're having fun there, your enemies are training hard, and you're making it that much easier for them to kill you in combat. There's time for fun, but it's not now. Because while you're doing something, you need to do it with complete dedication. It helped me during boot camp, and after Mom passed. He said it's what helped keep him alive in war. I wonder if this is a little too much for him, though. Harry's tough. He could take down a whole horde of those creatures. After a moment of silence, I spoke up again. You know, my father was never around. Always worked hard to provide for us whenever I asked to spend time with him. He said I'll thank him one day for always being busy. And then he died, and I never thanked him for it. I didn't care about his money. I just wanted him to spend time with me. I never got that. Seems we both got polar opposites, Alyssa said. Yeah. You know, this one time... <coughs> <coughs> you okay? Yeah. <coughs> Probably just caught a damn cold from this rain, I said, clearing my throat. Well, don't go getting a fever on me now. We're here. She pulled over in front of a huge fenced-off area, which led to the quarry. This place is huge, she said. Where do we even start? I think I got an idea, I said, pointing to one of the signs on the fence. There was an arrow pointing to the right side, and it said, Site 36 this way.